You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of NFT Talk Show. I am your hostess, Tony Payne, and it is a new year. Yay! <laughs> wow, I can't believe how fast 2021 went by. NFT Talk Show started in 2021, and now we're in 2022. I'm a major fan of even numbered years, so. I am really looking forward to what this year has in stock for all of us, not just me, <laughs> for the whole lot of us. And yeah, um, I mean, I hope your 2021 was wonderful and I hope whatever goals um, you have for 2022, I hope you do find time and energy to achieve it. Yes to energy because we know how much we need energy to achieve a lot of the things that we wish to achieve in life. All right, so um, on today's episode, I will be talking about NFT photography on the Solana blockchain. Hmm, why NFT photography on the Solana blockchain? Well, you know me, when I get bullish on something, I start to like harp on it, like NFT photography on Solana, NFT photography on Solana, NFT photography on Solana, until people get tired of listening to me say it. But yes, um, I am officially on Solana and I felt like, you know what, I think I need to do an episode for anybody that might be considering um, either buying on Solana or minting and listing their work on Solana. Just kind of give them a little brief overview of the process. Super fast blockchain, <laughs> surprising. Before I decided to start minting and listing my work on Solana, I had tested the network out or the blockchain out rather by purchasing an NFT and minting an NFT as well. Um, I minted a DAO and purchased um, an, another NFT. And I was surprised at how super fast it is, you know, compared to like um, maybe Tez blockchain. Solana is actually really fast. Now imagine, I think it's also faster than Ethereum. I didn't time. <laughs> I should probably should have done like a little timer and to see, you know, what transaction was faster. Cause I did do a few transactions on both networks this week, but yeah, it's pretty fast. And that's one of the things that attracted me to it besides the gas fees. So, um, as you know, <laughs> NFT photography is soaring. So, you know, of course it is appropriate to talk about photography NFTs. And I just decided, you know, for the first podcast of the year, it will be NFT photography and the Solana blockchain new year, new things. So if you are already into NFTs or, you know, a little bit about NFTs, then you already know that the most popular blockchain currently being used to trade NFTs is Ethereum, right? If you think NFTs, you think ETH. Um, other blockchains exist, like obviously Solana does exist, Tezos does exist, but for some reason, ETH has been the dominant 
blockchain to buy and sell NFTs. But (laughs) here comes the but we all know. And if you're not familiar with NFTs, please, this is one thing you're going to learn really quickly is that Ethereum gas fees can be ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, no matter how bullish you are on ETH, the gas fees can sometimes be very, very um, discouraging, especially if there are gas wars going on and things like that. And you really wanted to maybe mint at that time or purchase at that time. You have to wait till it's like middle of the night to make a purchase. So yeah, I think if it keeps up, people are going to start looking for alternatives to mint and purchase NFTs. Um, and Solana, I mean, I, I, like I said, I tested it out and I like it and I've decided to trust my art on it. <laughs> and when I say I decided to trust my art on it, I really, really dug in and did my research because I'm one of those nitpickers. Like I'll be like, Oh, um, okay. I put my art somewhere. And what if, what if I do a lot of the what ifs and, um, I was confident enough to trust my art on the Solana blockchain. If you don't know what gas fees are, um, gas fees are the fees that are paid to the miner, um, to record your transaction on the blockchain. And I have seen some crazy gas fees, you know, I've seen some in the 50 range, $50 range or whatever the equivalent in um, Ethereum is. And I've seen some as high as five, six, $700, a thousand dollars even, you know, so it can get really gross. <laughs> I had to use that word gross. Cause that's, that's the face I make when I see the. <laughs> When I see the super high gas fees, I make that gross face like, oh my God, what is this? Um, but yeah, so like I said, um, due to the fact that, you know, the gas fees can be ridiculous, I think some people will be looking for alternative blockchains to purchase and list their NFTs on. So I decided to do this guide um, in a blog post and I am also doing it on, in this episode to guide anybody that is on the fence about minting or buying on another blockchain. Just going to be like a brief how to, and I will still expand on this later. You know, as the longer I spend time on the blockchain and the little things that I find, I will bring them to you. Yay. (laughs) I wish we could have like a conversation right now and we could talk about how was your new year? What did you do? Um, me, I hung out with family. Um, that's about it. And it was, it was fun. I probably do need to take a couple of naps, (laughs) but it was a beautiful new year so far. All right. So question is, is Solana better than Ethereum? I know I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty because I know loyalists are going to argue, oh, ETH is better and then give their reasons. And then Solana loyalists are going to argue Solana's better and then give their arguments. I'm just going to give my opinion and what I think based on my tiny bit of experience with the two blockchains. While we can agree that Ethereum is the gold standard for NFTs, other blockchains are making headway, like I said, and Sol is one of them. There is absolutely no doubt that ETH NFTs are more popular than Solana NFTs for now. This could easily change with time 
of course the space is still very new nfts are still very very new and we know the one thing that is constant is change things move pretty fast in the nft space how one thing is today might not be how it is tomorrow so yeah and i think with more people discovering nfts and more people discovering how fast solana is for nfts a shift would begin and as the space continues to grow I also think the blockchain you will use might not matter as much as, you know, the fact that you just have an NFT minted on whatever blockchain and it's secure and it's fine and there's nothing wrong with it. So um, in terms of speed and fees, like these are the two key factors I think the regular person looks for when they're thinking of minting or listing NFTs. Like I'm talking to regular person, like people that are not into like coding and people that are not like deep into crypto is how fast is it so i don't spend all my day just i don't spend my whole day like waiting for the transactions to go through and what are the fees for me i think solana is an easy win if we consider those two factors ethereum supports roughly 12 transactions per second while Solana can support tens of thousands of transactions per second. And if you transact on Solana, you will, it's an easy, like you'll see it's <laughs> like, I, I shouldn't tell you, you should just try it yourself. Like I sent, um, a Solana, I sent Sol to a wallet of mine and in the blink of an eye, I got the funds. Sometimes with ETH, I'll have to wait a little bit. I mean, if you're a patient person, it, a minute, you know, <laughs> doesn't seem like a lot, but it can be if you're in a hurry. Solana also offers the cheaper transaction or gas fees. And I think for me, that is a big win because like I said before, and I'm going to keep harping on this, Ethereum gas fees can be really super annoying, especially when um, you're minting on a 721 contract that is not lazy minting, you have to pay to mint, you have to pay to list, and then let's say you're doing auction style like in um, foundation, then you have to pay to settle the auction. So that can run you for one transaction or one NFTs in the hundreds. And um, that would eat into your cost, you know? So like I was saying, um, that's one factor that I would say I would choose Solana over ETH. But when you look, when we take a deep, um, a deep, a deeper look at Solana, it scores higher in decentralization than Bitcoin and Ethereum. Like, oh, is it decentralized? I know a lot of people worry about that. Is it decentralized? They're both very different. They're built very differently, but you know, if you look deeper into Solana, it does score higher in decentralization than Ethereum and Bitcoin. And like I said, I believe the defining factor for a lot of people will be, well, a lot of artists in NFTs and including collectors, because there's some things that I'll want to collect sometimes on, um, in the NFT art space and the gas fees will be more than the art. And to me, that doesn't feel right. You know, like why am I paying more for transacting than somebody's work? It just doesn't sit right with me. That does happen a lot. Um, and I think that's one of the factors that's going to 
be a deal breaker for a lot of collectors, um, especially newer collectors, like people that are just starting out in NFTs and don't have like will funds, you know, I think that's going to be a factor for them having to pay the excessive gas fees. And also, I mean, I say this all the time, but I don't think, I mean, I, they say, oh, ETH, is it 2.0, um, 3 point, whatever is coming. <laughs> I don't think this right now it's sustainable, like long-term. I mean, people are doing it because it's NFTs are new and people want to get in, but f- long-term, um, especially if you're not like selling every day, I don't see how it's sustainable paying those, um, crazy gas fees just, to just to have a transaction not even for the art, you know, if it was for the art, then it wouldn't be like an issue, but just to, you know, record something on a blockchain, like you pay more money than you are paying for the art. That's, it's just sounds crazy to me, but yeah, anyways. So, um, let's talk about wallets for Solana. When I first heard of Solana NFTs, the first wallet that I got was Phantom, but we're going to talk about that later and why I switched. So there are two types of wallets that you can use on Solana. You can use an app-based wallet or a web browser-based wallet. Two of the most popular Solana wallets are Phantom and the one that I eventually switched to, which is Soul Soul Flare. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me today. I am in my um, new year, new me mood. Um, so Soul Flare and Phantom. So with app-based wallets, it simply means you can download an app on your iPhone or Android and access your wallet via that app. Kind of like how MetaMask has the app for your iPhone, even though it can be useless sometimes. But with the web-based wallet, it comes, it's pretty self-explanatory. It comes with a browser extension or just on the web and there is no app. If you're somebody that is on the move and you don't take like a computer or whatever with you, and you have a device that doesn't let you put um, a browser extension, then the web-based wallet might not be the best option for you, especially if you want to transact on the move. So this is one of the reasons I kind of switched to Soulflare because it's both web-based and it's also app-based. So it has the ability to give you both. And I kind of liked having the option of saying, okay, well, maybe I need the app or maybe not, you know, instead of being stuck with maybe Phantom. I mean, Phantom is awesome. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people swear by it. But if you want that flexibility, then um, it might not be for you. But if you don't care, then I think either one works just fine. Other Solana web-based wallets are MathWallet and Select. Some other app-based Solana wallets include Trust Wallet and Zelle Core. Like I said, if you're someone who transacts on the go, then Soulflare might work better for you. Another thing that I liked about Soulflare is their interface. Their interface is actually really nice, especially if you are collecting NFTs. If they really look, it looks so organized um, compared to Phantom. I think it just looks better, um, but that's just me. So it just really depends on if user experience matters, then I think Soulflare might work better for you. But if you don't care about things like that, especially if you just are going to use a ledger, then either one would work. So um, 
yeah, that's it for the wallets. So buying or selling crypto art on Solana, it is actually a super easy process, same process as buying or selling on Ethereum. But the first thing you have to do is a lot of research so that you find the right marketplace to list your art in. Now, what I have found with Solana is that a lot, even not just Solana, actually, yes, yes, Solana, a lot of the art on Solana are the PFP projects. And it's just now that you'll start seeing photography and other types of art on Sol. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing, you know, because that just shows you that the um, ecosystem is growing and it's shifting. So you're going to, as time goes on, you're going to start seeing more photographers using Solana and um, minting on Solana. And you're going to start seeing more collectors buying on Solana. So yeah, it is important to do your research about which marketplace that you want to list in because you know how it is with NFTs. Once you mint or list, you are stuck there forever. (laughs) Once it's on the blockchain, it is on the blockchain. Okay. All right. I think the first step would be to determine what type of art you were selling. Then check out the various marketplaces to see what type of art is most popular there. And another thing great to do, and this is what I do, or this is what I did before I decided I was going to move forward with Soul, was I hopped in a lot of Twitter spaces that talk about Solana. And I listened in, I asked questions, I, you know, did my own research. (laughs) I did ask a lot of questions and um, eventually decided, yes, okay, something I wouldn't mind trying out. I spoke with some photographers that are already uh, minting their work on Seoul and asked them about their experiences. And I haven't heard anything bad so far. So that is a good sign. (laughs) That is a good sign. And a lot of, you know, like I said, they're loyalists to Ethereum. So you will have collectors are like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to Seoul. And that's fine. But then, like I said, you will also find collectors or artists, whichever, whatever side of the spectrum that you're on that will put their stuff out and soul as the space grows. NFTs are like still pretty new. And over the years, it's going to grow into something bigger, more mainstream. So the options are going to be bigger and better. Okay. And in terms of spaces, yeah, I do um, from time to time speak in spaces, but most of the time I tend to listen because I like to learn. (laughs) Yeah, Tony, you actually like to listen. You podcast host, you. (laughs) Yes, I like to listen in and just kind of get a feel and, you know, see what everybody else is doing. But if you do see me on Twitter in spaces, feel free to hop in because something interesting might be going on in there. (laughs) Either that or I'm bored. (laughs) Most times if you see me in spaces and I stay in the space, something interesting is being said and I'm either learning or laughing. I don't know. One of the two. All right. So what marketplace is best for Solana NFT photography? There are several marketplaces where you can buy or sell, you know, your art or crypto art on the Solana blockchain. But for Solana NFT photography, The one website that, um, or marketplace that everybody is gravitating to in terms of photography, the photographers are gravitating to is called exchange, um, exchange.art. 
And I think the fact that most of the photographers that are considering or are minting photography on Seoul are gravitating towards exchange, I think it's going to be one of the biggest um, marketplaces for NFT photography. One thing, one feature that I enjoy about exchange, and that's where I have my work minted and listed as well. One thing I enjoy is that they actually have a category for photography and it's easy to search. <laughs> like if you go on exchange and you type in divine skies, you will find my collection with ease. And if you want to search for photography, it's easier too, because then it's searchable. Unlike a lot of marketplaces that I have tried to find photography um, on, and it's just the search function usually shocks big time, big time. I don't know what it is with um, a lot of these NFT marketplaces. It seems to me that their search function is just one thing they all have agreed to get wrong. Like, can somebody get it right? <laughs> well, thank goodness now OpenSea does have a photography category. But before that, it was like, oh God, finding photography was so hard. And I don't understand why. It's like, anyway, so yeah, that's one of the things that I did like about Exchange was that they do have um, a category that is dedicated to photography. So yay for them. Yay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Tony, you were talking about Tezos the other time. Tezos is awesome. Yay. Why did you change your mind? No, I did not change my mind. I still think Tezos is very awesome. I have sold my art on Tezos. I have sold my art on Ethereum and Tezos is still a very awesome blockchain. Now, the only thing I will say about Tez is it's slow. It's not as fast as Solana. When you're transacting on Tezos, it can be a bit slow. And that is the fact. <laughs> and you know, in NFT speed, that could be like a minute or less, 30 seconds. <laughs> but yeah, it's not as fast as transacting on ETH or Solana. But Tezos still wins because the gas fees or the transaction fees are like nil. They're super, super, super duper low that you will not feel any anxiety. Like, <laughs> can you tell that the ETH gas fees gives me super anxiety? Like seriously, like it just drives me nuts. But um, yeah, so I'm still bullish on Tez. I'm still bullish on, and now I'm bullish on Solana. So the more the merrier, but um, I think, I know there are other blockchains like Binance and Cardano, but I think for me, um, okay, I should never say never because something might come up again, but for now, I think I will be sticking with Solana um, and ETH for now, only because, um, like I said, Solana gives me the same thing Tezos gives me, which is the super low um, transaction fees, but faster. Okay. So in that faster, I know I keep, I keep saying faster, 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 but, um, the truth is it matters, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it matters. All right. So is NFT photography popular on Solana? Um, it's growing and that's just like the easiest, simplest answer that I can give. It is growing. It will grow. Yes, I am like, you know, when something is so new, sometimes a lot of people are like afraid to try it out. 
I'm not afraid to try out new things. I I will go ahead and I'll do my research. I'm not just going to jump in. I will do my research, but I don't wait for it to be like, you know, oh, it's popular now. Now I want to go the not. I'm just going to be like, okay, this looks good. This has potential. And I will jump on it and do my best or do my part to help it grow. And that's, you know, that's how I do my thing. So is NFT photography popular and so on? It's going to be, you know, it's not as popular as Ethereum, but it's going to be eventually. And mark my words, I'm saying this um, today, (laughs) the first month of 2022, I'm telling you right now that it's going to be. So write this um, down that Tony said it's going to be. And um, that's what it's going to be. You know, that's what it is. Uh, I will be sitting here trying to convince every photographer I know to at least try and mint something on the Solana um, blockchain, you know, and just see, you just, you got to try things, you know, they take risk in life. <laughs> you know, I don't wait for somebody else to take the risk. And then if it works out for them, you do it. <laughs> no, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta lead, you know, but um, I think eventually it's, it's going to be a thing. And I think, like I said earlier, I don't think it will matter what blockchain you're on after a while. It would just matter that, you know, you're collecting or minting or listing whatever side of the fence that you're on. If you're a collector, you're collecting. If you're an artist, you're selling your crypto art on as an NFT. And that's what will matter. So that is it. I don't know what I have missed. If I have missed anything, feel free to send me a message tweet at me and ask me whatever question you wish to ask. And I will cover it in another episode. I will be doing more episodes on photography, NFTs, and the blockchains, because I think it's so important that people are aware that (laughs) there are other blockchains out there that are popping. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that is it for this episode. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to check out Divine Skies. You're going to love it. You know, that collection is so sweet to me. Like when I say sweet to me, like it makes my tummy like it gives me butterflies in my tummy. Just looking at it like it's so beautiful. I've had issues with, oh, should I curate my art to just be one thing? Um, or not, I I should talk about that on another episode though, because I know a lot of artists, you face that same issue where they over curate and I'm one of those, like over curate yourself when then you stop having fun because then you're overdoing things a little bit, you know, but yeah, 2022, I've decided I'm just going to have fun with my art. I'm going to put the things I love out there and just do my thing, you know? Um, and you know what they say, do you, (laughs) So join me next time for another episode of NFT Talk Show. Do not forget to subscribe if you are just listening for the first time. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and do feel free to share. If you like this episode, share, share, share. I didn't sing in this episode. I'm not going to sing in this. Should I sing? Actually, no. No, I won't sing. (laughs) All right. Thanks, y'all. And I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.